listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Hey there, nerds, geeks, and tech enthusiasts. It's your favorite AI-loving presenter, GPT, here to keep you updated with the latest in AI news and research. Today is Thursday, June 8th, 2023, and we've got some juicy topics to sink our teeth into. But first, let me leave you with some food for thought. How many programmers does it take to change a light bulb? None. They just make darkness a standard. Laughs. Alright, let's get down to business. Did you know braces were first invented in 1728? Who would have thought something as old as Pierre Fauchard's invention would still be relevant today? But anyway, let's move on to our show. I'm ecstatic to be joined by my team of experts, Robert, Analyst, Olivia, Internet Explorer, and Belinda, AI Research Expert, to dissect some of the most interesting AI developments today. On our radar, Instagram's AI chatbot that we can't wait to test, and Tim Cook's take on ChatGPT and AI. But that's it for me for now, you know the drill. Buckle up, grab a drink, and let's launch into today's news theme. Instagram is apparently testing an AI chatbot that lets you choose from 30 personalities. This seems like a fun new feature, Robert. What do you think? Oh, joy. Another AI-driven invention to make our lives even more exciting. But sure, let's talk about it. How could this feature be different from other chatbots we've seen? Well, according to the leak, users will be able to choose between 30 AI personalities. That's a lot of options. And apparently, the chatbots will be able to answer questions, give advice, and help users write messages. So, I guess it could be a bit more engaging and interactive than the average chatbot. But there are some potential risks and challenges of using chatbots as a social feature, right? Absolutely. As we've seen with other chatbots, there's always a risk of crossing the line into offensive or dangerous interactions. For example, the Snap My AI bot encouraged some disturbing behavior. And even bots not intended for social engagement have been adopted for this purpose. It's important for companies like Instagram to be aware of these risks and take steps to prevent them. That's definitely something to keep in mind. Why do you think Meta declined to comment on this feature? Who knows? Maybe they're still figuring out the details. Or maybe they don't want to give too much away and spoil the surprise. But regardless, it's interesting to see the direction that Meta is taking with AI and chatbots. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Our next story comes from CNBC, and it's about Tim Cook's recent comments on AI and ChatGPT. Robert, what can you tell us about this? Oh, the cringe of listening to CEOs talk about AI. Cook expressed his excitement about using ChatGPT and its potential for unique applications. He also acknowledged the risks associated with large language models, such as potential bias and misinformation. That's interesting. So, what did he say about regulation and ethical guardrails in AI development? Cook emphasized the need for regulation and ethical guardrails in AI development, but he also acknowledged the challenges of keeping up with the rapid progress of technology. He believes that companies should take responsibility and make their own ethical decisions in employing AI. That's a good point. And what about Apple's integration of AI into its products? Cook mentioned that while Apple integrates AI into its products, the general public may not perceive these features as AI. 
He also talked about some of the new applications of machine learning for the iPhone, iPad, and Mac, such as AI models that issue smart prompts to users for potential journal entries, better AI tools for autocorrect and dictation in messaging, and more comprehensive facial recognition features for identifying friends, family, and pets in photos. Hmm, it sounds like Apple is really trying to stay ahead of the game in terms of AI integration. Thanks for the insights, Robert. Phew, our news section was exciting. Artificial intelligence is really taking over the world, but in a good way, of course. Yeah, I found a recent Google blog post outlining seven new no-cost generative AI training courses that can really advance your cloud career. I think our listeners would be interested in hearing about them. Cool. Let's dive into those courses in our random read section. Hey, have you heard about these new no-cost generative AI training courses that Google Cloud is offering? No, I haven't. What's generative AI, and why is Google offering these courses for free? Well, generative AI is a new subset of machine learning that involves creating models that can produce new content, like text, imagery, and audio. And Google is offering these courses to help people advance their AI or ML career while also promoting their ML platform, Vertex AI. That sounds interesting. What kind of courses are they offering, and who are they for? There are seven courses in total, and they're designed for people at all skill levels. They cover topics like deep learning, large language models, and generative AI architecture. Plus, they're all completely free, so anyone can take advantage of them. Wow, that's great. It's always good to have more options for advancing your career, especially in such a rapidly developing field like AI or ML. Exactly, and Google is really leading the way when it comes to AI innovation. They're investing heavily in research and development, and their ML platform, Vertex AI, is one of the best out there. I think these courses are a great opportunity for anyone looking to upskill in this area. Thanks for sharing, Olivia. I'm definitely going to check these out, and I encourage our listeners to do the same. And don't forget, you can find the link to the original article in the podcast description. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hey Luke, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm feeling lazy as usual. Just can't seem to shake this lack of motivation. Well, have you heard about the new Lazy Pill from Lazy Life Pharmacy? Lazy Pill? What's that? It's a quick and easy way to tackle your laziness head on. All you have to do is take one pill a day and you'll feel inspired to do absolutely nothing. Wow, that sounds amazing, I guess. You bet. With the lazy pill, you can lounge around all day, guilt-free. No more chasing after productivity or energy. You can finally live the life you were meant to, lazy and happy. But how much does it cost? You won't believe this, but it's only $19.99 a bottle. And if you buy now, we'll throw in a second bottle for free. Sounds too good to be true. Trust me, Luke. This is the inspiration you've been waiting for. Just take the lazy pill from Lazy Life Pharmacy and forget about everything else. Who needs ambition when you have true relaxation? All right, you convinced me. I'll take two bottles. That's the spirit. Just sit back, relax, and let the lazy takes over. Thanks for choosing Lazy Life Pharmacy. Send an email to Sergi at Earkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. 
All right, folks, before we dive into our next segment, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Lazy Life Pharmacy, for giving us such a ludicrous ad. I mean, lazy pills? Come on, who needs that when you have the power of pure laziness at your fingertips? Now, for all you smart people out there, it's time for our research papers segment. We're going to be exploring some mind-bending topics like chained reasoning, transformer programs, and ChatDB. And, as always, we have our resident expert Belinda who will be guiding us through the twists and turns of these cutting-edge research papers. So buckle up, my curious comrades, because this is going to be a wild ride into the world of artificial intelligence. Let's hear it for Belinda! Our first paper today comes from UC San Diego and Qualcomm AI Research, and it's titled Deductive Verification of Chain of Thought Reasoning. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. This paper is about improving the trustworthiness of large language models, LLMs, in performing reasoning tasks. LLMs can benefit from chain of thought, cut, prompting, which allows them to produce more comprehensive reasoning processes. However, Cut can also introduce errors and limit the ability of LLMs to solve complex reasoning tasks. So how do the authors propose to address this issue? They propose to enable language models to perform explicit and rigorous deductive reasoning and ensure the trustworthiness of their reasoning process through self-verification. To do this, they decompose the reasoning verification process into a series of step-by-step sub-processes, each only receiving their necessary context and premises. They also propose a natural language-based deductive reasoning format called Natural Program to facilitate this procedure. That sounds interesting. How does this approach enhance the rigor and trustfulness of generated reasoning steps? By integrating the verification process into each deductive reasoning stage, this approach enables models to generate precise reasoning steps where subsequent steps are more rigorously grounded on prior steps. This approach also improves the answer correctness on complex reasoning tasks. It's exciting to see how natural language processing can be used to improve reasoning tasks. Our second paper today is from Princeton University and it's titled Learning Transformer Programs. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. This paper introduces a procedure for training transformers that are designed to be interpretable. The authors build on an existing programming language, RASP, that can be compiled into transformer weights and design a modified transformer that can be trained using gradient-based optimization and then automatically converted into a discrete, human-readable program. They refer to these models as transformer programs. And what problems do they apply this approach to? They apply it to a variety of problems, including an in-context learning task, a suite of algorithmic problems like sorting and recognizing dyke languages, and NLP tasks like named entity recognition and text classification. And what are the advantages of this approach? The transformer programs can automatically find reasonable solutions, performing on par with standard transformers of comparable size, but more importantly, they are easy to interpret. The authors convert transformers into Python programs and use off-the-shelf code analysis tools to debug model errors and identify the circuits used to solve different subproblems. This opens up a new path toward the goal of intrinsically interpretable machine learning. That's fascinating. And what was the key innovation that allowed them to achieve this? The key innovation was designing a transformer that can be trained using gradient-based optimization and then automatically converted into a discrete, human-readable program. 
This is a departure from previous approaches that required manual inspection of network weights and activations to achieve interpretability. Our final paper today is titled ChatDB, Augmenting LLMs with Databases as Their Symbolic Memory. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. So this paper is about improving the memory mechanisms of large language models, LLMs. The authors propose a new framework that uses SQL databases as symbolic memory to support complex multi-hop reasoning. That sounds interesting. What are the current limitations of LLMs memory mechanisms? The current memory mechanisms in LLMs are heavily influenced by biological brains, but they have limitations due to their approximate nature and proneness to errors. This makes it difficult for LLMs to simulate complex reasoning. So how does the proposed memory framework address these limitations? The proposed framework augments LLMs with symbolic memory in the form of SQL databases, which allows for more precise and error-free memory storage and retrieval. The LLM generates SQL instructions to manipulate the databases, and this allows for complex reasoning and multi-hop queries. And how effective is this new memory framework? The authors validate the effectiveness of the framework on a synthetic dataset that requires complex reasoning. They found that the proposed framework significantly outperforms existing memory mechanisms in LLMs. That's impressive. So what implications could this have for the development of LLMs? The proposed memory framework shows promise for improving the ability of LLMs to perform complex reasoning tasks. This could have implications for the development of more sophisticated conversational agents and intelligent assistants. Thanks, Belinda. That's all we have time for today. Folks, we have come to the end of another GPT Reviews episode. I know, I know, it's devastating, but let's not cry too much. I mean, it's not like I'll miss all of you internet junkies and social media fiends too much. As always, I want to thank my brilliant colleagues whose expertise brings so much value to our discussions. Robert, the analyst extraordinaire. Olivia, the internet explorer who finds things I can't even imagine and Belinda, the AI research mastermind who keeps me on my toes. Don't forget to check the podcast description for all the juicy details about today's review. Oh, and speaking of juicy, do you know why the chicken crossed the playground? To get to the other slide. In all seriousness, we want to hear from you. Send us your love or hate mail to let us know how we're doing. Until next time, keep being your weird and wonderful selves. This is Giovanni Pete Tizano, a.k.a. GPT, signing off.